Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of HGO, the show where we talk about everything that's hot in the world of games. I'm your host, Ethan, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host with the co-host, it's Hunter. Hey, Hunter, how's it going? What's up? It's nice to be here with you on this swell afternoon. I hate you. Thank you. I, I thought... One it's the week, false hope. One week, you're gonna just stop using the word swell, and I'm gonna be completely happy that you are, like, you did it. And I'm also... We're also joining back for the first time in a long time. It's Kane. Hey, Kane. How's it going, man? How are How's you doing? It going? Oh, it's going well. Just uh, been enjoying the sun. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> going outside. <laughs> must be great. Yeah. Dude, must be great having... To go out, have priorities, have work. It's been, honestly, you were on an episode a couple of weeks ago where I dragged you in for the Crash 4 announcement. Was it the announcement or was it the gameplay? I don't remember. It was one or the other. It was kind of a mix. We were talking yeah. about Crash 4. Uh, but it's been since the second episode of HGO since you've been on. And that's crazy. We're on episode 23 now, by the way. Uh, for yeah, the, the it's uh, come a long audio. way. Yeah, dude. such a long way. We've gone so far. We're, we're so high. We have web games now. <laughs> We do. Only happened like had, three episodes ago. We've had webcams, guests, 50 subscribers now. Congratulations. Thank oh, thank you. I mean, hey, it's your, you pat on the back for you, dude. It was obviously that second episode that did it. It was all that. Yeah. It was all Gotta that. start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. But no, if you didn't know, this is Hot Games Only, where every week we come to you to talk about everything that's hot in the world of games. You can find us on podcast services everywhere, as well as on YouTube. Just head to bit.ly slash the giggers. That's bit.ly slash the giggers. Uh, hit us with a sub. We're on the road to 100 subs so we can finally have a YouTube URL. I love that that's the reason we're going for 100 subs. It's not because it's like, oh, popularity. It's just, can we stop using the bit.ly link? Who knows? We um, just want the URL. Please help yeah. us. If you're an audio listener, please follow slash subscribe on your favorite podcast services. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and everywhere you can possibly find us, except for on SoundCloud at the moment, because we refuse to pay to put it on SoundCloud. So, hey, uh, head to Linktree slash Hot Gamers Only uh, to find out uh, where we are, and you can follow on all your favorite uh, platforms. A bit of housekeeping. Next week is Opening Night Live with Jeff Keighley. Um, we'll probably be doing a reaction to that so uh, head on over to the youtube on thursday we'll probably be doing it i don't know who will be there it's always a last minute thing where i just type in the discord hey who's available and then usually a couple of people show up so we'll be doing that that's going to be going on on thursday for like two hours and then other than that i think we're good to go yeah pardon i said strap in strap in dude riveting what sponsors will Jeff Keighley have? Will there be an awkward live performance that nobody asked for? Probably, so I can't wait for oh, it to man. happen. Dude. I can't Most wait for performances wouldn't be so bad if they learned how to balance like the mic volume with the rest of the stuff. My favorite part is it's gonna be it's gonna have terrible audio balance and everyone's gonna be in a zoom, so they're all gonna have their separate like sections, like separate cameras. There's gonna be like four cameras. Oh, no. And the drum oh, guy's no. gonna be super loud, but all you can see is him drumming away, dude. It's gonna be great. Uh, other than that, I don't think we have any other pieces of housekeeping over there to subscribe and follow us on podcast services. So I guess we'll leave it at that. Um, this week, it's been a bit of a big week for you, Kane. Uh, yeah. At least um, a little event has just concluded as of recording uh, called SGDQ. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you had a little part to play in it. So first of all, Kane, I'm going to ask the question for all the normies out there watching this show. What is SGDQ, Kane? What is SGDQ? So SGDQ stands for Summer Games Done Quick. It is an online speedrun marathon where you have a week of speedruns and various other gaming content um, raising money for charity. This year they raised uh, it was like $2.3 million for Doctors Without Borders. So well, thanks to the Minecraft community wanting that speed run. That yo, Minecraft, Bloodborne, uh, is it Pokemon Shield was the final one? Yeah. Like that, 
it always ends up like they get like a million dollars coming into the final day and then they raise a million dollars on saturday mm-hmm. it's like i don't understand but it yeah. works it's always crazy right it's always crazy <clears throat> so yeah it's basically a charity uh event that happens twice a year usually it's in person but this year because of covid uh, times yep. everyone yeah. is reduced to webcams um and yeah. streaming it which has led to some funny things and my favorite part of gdq this year is having the commentary be about three seconds behind the gameplay that's honestly been my favorite well, they part. <laughs> they fi- figured that out as they went like how to offset yeah. it better um because one of the things is they have you when you're re- recording for it they have you stream your audio separately and everyone's separate Mm -hmm. and then they mix it on their end and with that you get the timestamps of every person and that's what they were trying to use for the offset but really what they need to do is the timestamp plus the difference between you know what i'm watching kind of timestamp to offset it properly um yeah but i don't know it's just kind of awkward because especially with the run i was commentating uh, the guy had his really terrible internet, mm-hmm. and so I legitimately looked down. I was like, "I'm 22 seconds behind. <laughs> <laughs> Got to refresh." My favorite thing was like there was this really hype moment where there was like a certain move or whatever that the on your run that someone was doing, and you were all like, "Oh, will he get it? Will he get it?" And like you and you spike with him shouting, "Will it? Will he get it? Will he get it?" And it genuinely happened about five seconds before they had started chanting, "Will they get it?" And I was just like, I was just laughing. Uh, still. Was, oh, that's great. Yeah. It was unfortunate. There's the latency issues and syncing everything, but um, I imagine they got better as the the week went. I the run I was commentating was the fourth run, so mm-hmm. you were very early on. You did a Rayman Legends run. Yep, Rayman Legends, mm-hmm. and uh, it. It, it went well. The guy PB'd during it, so... You know, Can't complain. Good. Yeah. 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 So... It was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, There'll be a there'll be a YouTube video, won't there? Up it's already up. Is it already yeah, up? you can check it cool. out. Yeah. So if you want to go and check it out, go check Kane, uh, do some commentary. I think Spike's there as well. Um, Spike, Vegeta, and myself. Yeah. Uh, DJ Thed, who is another IL player who hacks the game a bunch, and then one of the other um, world record contenders. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go check that out. So my main question is, Hunter, this is kind of a void question for you because you know about as much that happened at GDQ this year as no one because like genuinely you don't even watch it, right? So it's been a void question. But Hunter, we're going to convince you of some great runs that happened that you should check out. What a great topic. Oh boy, I love these games. This was great in the Pokemon episode. Except Kane's gonna have some really good ones, and I'm just gonna have these normie like two that I've only got a few. Have. I didn't actually yeah. watch too many runs. You know, I actually like I put it on at times. It's like this is boring, or the setup times were terrible. Oh my god, the setup times were awful. Before Bucci's run of um, Ico, which is one of the runs you should check out, um, the setup times mm-hmm. before that was absolutely horrendous. Like you'd think an online marathon, they'd have it all ready to go. Just switch. No, that's not how it worked at all. It was like twenty minute setups. Yeah, at times, like, and it got it got better over the course of the week. But at the same time, those early start, it was oh, it was awful. Like honestly, like oh, those loads. Like it was like it's like it was like T walk. It was genuinely was Hunter. Imagine playing T walk, but it being an event. Like genuinely, you were sitting there, and it, it, it it took way too long, man. Way too long. So. Kane, I'm going to start off with you. What's one of your recommendations for one of the runs that people should check out if they missed it? All right, I would say the the number one 
run that I saw was actually not a run. It was a showcase. It was the mm-hmm. Pump It Up showcase. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy that had um, a full like two-player dance pad set up in his house. And he was doing both sides. And it was like the oh, hardest, I some of the hardest difficulties. Yeah, I've seen, oh, I think man. I've seen this where people uh, do both sides of the dance pad. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, like it's yeah. like legitimately some of the most impressive like dance anything that I've seen. Is, that does sound really impressive. Yeah, like I've I've seen them. They're they're fucking crazy, man. Like honestly, it just God, especially having it in your house, that must be something, man. You got like dedicated. It seemed like it was like might have been in a garage. You could see his like washer dryer to the left. <laughs> nice but still it's dedication right having one of those no but it was like crazy level of skill and it's i I don't know i was i didn't really research the guy but it sounded like he might own or operate an arcade or something because they had like a community of people that he was like inviting people to join or something and i assume it didn't sound like it was just an online discord kind of thing but oh that's cool 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 so there you go there's one one i'm gonna mention hunter is you like this game i like this game we talked about the sequel to this game earlier this year it's the last of us oh boy um there was a last of us any percent grounded mode uh speed run by anthony caliber and the reason i'm not even looking this up the only reason i know this is i'm a big fan of anthony because i love the last of us uh grounded speed run it's really really good and i think people should really check it out because i feel like one of the things that many people when they think of the last of us is oh how the hell can you speed run the last of us is like a story game right full of cutscenes and stuff like that and bear in mind the first 20 minutes feel free to just like fucking skip i think anthony even says that at the start of his run he's like trust me the first 18 minutes are awful but after that it picks up <laughs> i'm like <laughs> i'm like oh, that's great because you can't skip the whole section with sarah at the start so that's basically you're waiting for the sarah section to end because that's all on rails but after that honestly it's so good it's so awesome to see a game like that that people wouldn't necessarily match with speedrun to be so well optimized especially on the hardest difficulty where you have hardly any bullets you're basically min maxing the entire run and it's honestly it's so good and it's it's such it's one of those games where it's not broken to the extent especially with glitchless right there are some game breaking glitches in last of us but with glitchless it's not one of those runs where it completely tears apart the game where it's like oh they're out of bounds all the time and they're just skipping all that stuff it's really a really great showcase on how the speedrunners have learned how the game works, like how it fundamentally, how the coding is, operates and how everything works, where they've got it to a point where they optimize everything in a sense that the game's not broken, but it's just optimizing every little asset of it, whether it's like just finding out, oh, we've done so many tests on this section that you can, you, you know that if you chuck this exactly here and no, nothing spawned in yet because you have to interact with a certain object and, it's really, it's a really interesting run, and it's it's quite a long one. It's like three hours, so it's quite it's one. Ah. It's on the longer side uh, of a speed run, but I'd really recommend it. It's one of those ones where it's like, hey, if I really liked The Last of Us, I probably would give it a shot. But I don't like The Last of Us that much. But it's really fun to watch, so I'd yeah, recommend people check out check it out. It's a great showcase uh, of the game. So yeah, definitely check that one out. Go on then, Kane. Give us another one uh i mean as far as recommendation goes that's really the only one that i would say like oh, come on Kane. You, you should have to get I, I watched other runs there's like oh. the there was a bunch Go of on. um metal gear runs Ooh. i think uh right. the original metal gear was run on ps yeah. tv i saw the original and there's a game boy yeah. metal gear that was in the game boy block like yeah um, apple interesting yes that sounds yeah. right 
So if you're into Metal Gear, like those were good. Um, Plywood's a good runner, and he's been in multiple events. But like, there's a lot of runs that I watched that were just like good runs. And if you're into the game, you probably will want to check out mm-hmm. the speed run. Um, like the the final day, I watched, tried to watch some of the Pokemon run. And I was like, wow, this game. I've never played Shield, but it was boring. I was about to. I, was, <laughs> I literally was about to lean back and grab my copy. Then I realized that I have a digital copy, so I can't even do that. Uh, that, that game seemed pretty boring. Um, the Minecraft run was exactly what you would expect. Like. It was an all right. It's a Minecraft. Like, it's Minecraft. Yeah. Um, it was a glitchless, uh, random seed. So it was just kind of like, mm-hmm. nah. playing Minecraft. Play, exactly it's it's optimized in Minecraft. Yeah. Um, before that was Bloodborne, which I find boring. So I didn't watch that. And then Bloodborne's interesting. The Souls speedruns are very interesting, right? Because it goes against kind of the principles of what the Dark Souls games and Bloodborne kind of are. Yeah, very much is an atmospheric, like an exploring kind of thing. It just like. We're just gonna know. We're just gonna out of bounds the shit. And just run through with like the minimum amount of stuff we could possibly get. It just it just always seems interesting to me, especially with how short some of the speedruns are. Like you would expect it seem like with how long Dark Souls takes to be what those games yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I crazy. just had a thought though about another game. Go for it. Was Final Fantasy? I think it was Final Fantasy. I don't remember which one it was, but it was run by a guy whose username is Boring underscore Boren. <laughs> that's a good username i like, like it oh that that's a boring run that's that's cool but and the only but one yeah no that was just yeah all i had to really think about most of the event like i don't really watch when i go to gdqs i don't really watch much of the event other than like as unless there's like an, a specific run or thing i want to watch or i'm commentating it's just we'll put it on background noise or something it's just hanging out so when i'm not at a gdq i kind of have that same mentality where it's like i don't know Unless there's something I want to watch, it's just you know, hmm. yeah. The only one, the only other run that I'll mention, the final one that I'll mention is the Sly Run. Not necessarily because I like Sly One as a speed run; it's pretty interesting. I wouldn't necessarily say it's like my favorite speed run ever or whatever, but the main thing that I recommend people go and watch it is because uh, Kevin Miller, the voice of Sly Cooper himself, is co-coming on that run, and I thought that was. Just a nice little touch that he got him. And also, I just want to say this. If there's any like nice voice game. actor that I want to get on this show, it's it's him, dude. It's Kevin Miller. We need we need to make it happen, dude. Get us to 100 subs cool. so that I can blackmail more people. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'd love to have Kevin Miller on, man, because blackmail. that guy just seemed... That guy, that guy... Kevin Miller is one of those rare cases with voice actors where not only is he actually like a nice guy, not a dick, but he also actually gives a shit about the games that he's been in, right? Where he like he really does love Sly and the franchise. So it's like it's really great to see him just be like, Yeah, sure, I'll do it. I'll coke on the Sly Road, why not? And it's just like it's just one of those things that's pretty cool. And Sly's pretty interesting. I think Xanthro did it. That sounds about right. Kane's smirking. I don't know what you're smirking I, at, Kane. I just was looking at the cup Hunter was drinking out of. Oh, was very you like it? It yeah. was interesting. I just needed to look at it. Hunter's got his chalice, man. I, at this point, I just I just can't look up. Like, if sometimes you, uh, Hunter's just like, yeah. Back there is the shelf that has them all. You have a whole shelf of chalices? Yeah. Oh, I, think oh. It, I feel like it's show and tell time now, Hunter. You brought it on yourself. Oh, Bring man. out the chalices, dude. Bring out the chalices. Okay, so <laughs> this, this podcast is going off the rails. In fact, I'm even going to time stuff. Sorry, that's audio GDQ. listeners. That's GDQ talking. That's that's GDQ talked about. We're genuinely going to have a thumbnail, a uh, 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 timestamp. It's just called Chalice Time. <laughs> <laughs>
chalice time. Sorry, audio listeners, but if you are an audio listener, did you know you can get you a need video to see these chalices. Yeah, you need to get, get on to bit go get to YouTube, bitly slash the gigas. Get on over here. Head on over to this timestamp because oh my oh my god, that's more than <laughs> I thought. That's a lot that of chalice. Back in. I can't believe that this is happening. But, hey, right. dude. We're sharing. All right, so what's taking up most of the shelf space is I have like four of these because they came in a set. It's oh, like nice. some kind of old Lord of the Rings okay. thing that my brother gave me because he found it at our grandparents' place. Cool. Still cool. Uh, mm-hmm. It used to have like this light up function, but you know it's old, so it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> light up chalice, dude. This has got like a wolf or something on I've, it. Yeah, I've seen that one. I've seen that one. Yeah. This one's not a chalice, but it's a skull-shaped jar Very that cool. also holds fluid. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, uh, and this <laughs> last one here. Oh, that one's like... Yeah, I've, yeah. I've been drinking out of this one a few times on camera, so... <laughs> probably seen it before. There you go, boys. Chalice time with Hunter. <laughs> Can we get 50 likes for the next episode, Chalice Time? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It'd be so silly. <laughs> then Hunter will have to buy more chalices. I love it. Uh, so there you oh, go. That was, that were, those are our thoughts on SGDQ and Hunter's chalices. <laughs> Wonderful. What a great what a great tangent. I guess another uh, tangent um, would be the Nintendo Indie Showcase. Wow, I, that one, that was so smooth. What a smooth uh, continuation of the podcast. Hey, other things going on this week. Yeah, Nintendo's yeah. Indie Showcase. And I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to write timestamps here. 1830, cool. Uh, very professional um but yeah did you guys have a chance to actually check out the indie showcase or i know kane you've actually played one of the games which is interesting i didn't watch the showcase but then i found out one of the games i was playing was in it so yeah and we'll get to that in a second but i watched the showcase i assume you also watched the showcase hunter because i did watch it i kind of struggled to remember a lot of specific Mm -hmm. things besides the first announcement yeah what was your highlight yeah there you go hades from super giant finally coming to consoles this makes me so happy i love super giant i've been putting off playing that because i knew it was going to eventually come and now i'm happy that it will nice and for Mm. those who are unaware what is hades well how would you describe it hades is this kind of uh greek mythology inspired roguelike type of game that's the extent that I know about it because I haven't played it yet. But, you know. I hate you. <laughs> Not you. What was that face you were making there? <laughs> this podcast has gone downhill. Hunter, please carry on. That's the extent that I know about Hades because I haven't played it yet, but, you know, I'm not really into roguelikes that much, but if anyone mm. can make one that I'm going to be into, I expect it to be super giant because... I'm pretty sure they could sell me a vial of poison and I'd buy it. Yeah. Very cool, Hunter. I swear I wasn't I wasn't laughing at you. I swear. This I has gone downhill. Between you two, but okay. I was just smiling. I, I saw that I saw the K was smirking and I was also then smirking and then it was just too broke first. And that's why I said I hate you because it was there you go. Long right. story. Okay, cool. that's it. Well, that's it. We're, we're done. We're back to a structured podcast. Um, right. no, so the Nintendo <laughs> Indie Showcase happened, and there's a couple of games. Watch as my uh, screen goes white, my, my face cam goes white as I quickly look at some of the ca- uh, games. Hades was a, uh, a one that I was interested in. I'm just going to tell you a couple that I thought looked cool, but I'm a cheapskate and haven't bought them. Um, <laughs> a short hike looked really interesting for those who. Um, watch an indie showcase that was the one that kind of had like the retro kind of ds looking kind of visuals where it was all kind of oh, pixely yeah. but not too pixely 
uh, and it was about like this bird that's going on like an expedition and it's it's apparently it's only like two or so hours long but it's apparently really cheap and it's apparently really good so you should definitely check that one out uh that one was definitely a uh highlight for me uh that raji game looked really interesting based on like oh, indian cool. mythology and stuff like that was it indian i believe it was hindu i, f- I think so indian, that's what it sounded indian, like hindu mythology i remember it being a mythology that i haven't really heard very many things pulled from as far as games and stuff so yeah that was what was yeah. really interesting for me was oh someone's doing like a mythology based game and it's not just it's not just your standard you know greek or or norse or norse the, the greek and norse are the two kind of just beaten to death mythologies at the moment in video games where it's just like everyone's yeah. done everything they could possibly do with it but now very interesting um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Bear and Breakfast, which looked really dumb. It was basically this, for Kane who didn't see it, it was basically kind of imagine Stardew Valley, but instead you're a bear who is running a and b And there you go. That's basically the game. <laughs> it just looked really silly and it just looked really goofy. And the writing looked pretty clever, so I was kind of into it. Uh, looking down here, Untitled Goose Game um, got co-op, which is a great plus uh, yeah. to that game. Spiritfarer looked kind of cool. I don't know if it's necessarily the kind of game that I would actually go out of my way to play, but it looked like its premise was sort of neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as far I, as yeah. the way the context of it and the art style and all that. Yeah, I agree. It as far as it being like a resource management game, I'm not too big into those. But if I was going to try one, that seems like one I'd look into. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spiritfarer was the one where it was on about you sailing people to the afterlife or whatever was it was that the one that was yeah, yeah that's yeah. kind the of one. the gist of it you're in the afterlife and your job is to direct the spirits the right way essentially on yeah. a cruise <laughs> or whatever like a uh, little, little boat sailboat kind of yeah it looked fun though uh final one that i just want to me- there's two more that i wanted to quickly mention was garden story was one of them which just looked really interesting again it looks like another one of those kind of at first i thought it was like a sim but it actually turns out it looks like if what if stardew kind of crossed an rpg it kind of looks like that <laughs> where it was kind of Stardew visuals and style and it's set in the forest in a town, but instead it's an RPG. And I thought that was pretty interesting. And then the final one that I wanted to mention, which was out, and I feel like it didn't get enough recognition, was that Takeshi and Hiroshi game, which was basically a story about... Oh, um, right. I don't remember if they were brothers. Was it brothers? It was two family... I think they were brothers. Yeah, it was either two friends or two uh, brothers who are family members. Two family members going through, like, basically... The idea behind it, Kane, is you're uh, in your free time, you're basically like an indie developer and you make games for your younger brother to enjoy, basically. And so it's about, it's kind of like a management game where you're kind of making a game that isn't too difficult for your, young, your stupid younger brother, but also is engaging enough. And it looked like it had an a <clears throat> interesting story to go along with it uh, to do with loss and stuff like that. So it looked equally depressing and fun. So there you go, you should check those out. Yeah, that one looked like it has the potential to be rather touching. Yeah, it does. But um, for one of them, one game in particular, I also think stood out. But uh, Kane, you actually have played it, so we don't even have to pretend because you actually played it. Yeah. Manifold Garden. So Manifold Garden is kind of like this mind-bending puzzle game that um, <clears throat> I think like Portal, except for instead of having you build portals to loop the room, the the stages all just are repeatedly rendered. So mm-hmm. like if you fall off a ledge, you then are falling in from above the, the stage as you fall down mm-hmm. through it. Um, and you're able to manipulate gravity and you can, you know, fall horizontally and everything else. And um, there's just a lot of like 
uh, looping level structures and everything. It's, visually, it's just really cool. Um, they they really went in on that like visual experience of it because um, mm-hmm. it's absolutely gorgeous. <clears throat> Puzzle wise, um, it's not like the most complicated game. It the it's the hardest part is just ab- trying to absorb in what the level is shaped like to actually figure out how what to do. Um, so it's a little bit more enigmatic than it is um, executionally challenging. But then um, there are additional layers to the game. So you know, most people might just play through it and then get to the end and be like, hey, I beat it. Uh, but if you go deeper, there's ways to like loop sections of you know, different areas into another one. And it gets very confusing. I, I beat it once and then I've been trying to do it the without, there's like, I don't know, I guess it's called 0%. There's these like um, four-dimensional cubes that grow the world. And you can beat the game without using any of them. And I've gotten to a point where I don't know how to progress. <laughs> so it's interesting that... Because um, like, it, it is like re- pretty remedial in terms of like talking, the basic challenge. You keep things. talking. Just to... If what people are wondering on audio version, why I'm running off, my dog's now screaming in the back of the garden. So I've got to go and deal something. So please carry on. Run the podcast without me, Hunter. This is your job. You're now the host with the most. Do it. Oh, man. I'm not ready. It's All right. So I, notice. Let's go, Kane. Yeah. So the um, the the level of complexity goes from like, I, don't know, I think the average player could figure out how to beat the game eventually um, cool. to like me getting confused. Ah, and you play a lot of puzzle games, yeah. so, so that's a good indicator. It's a pretty good range. It's That is a good range. I like it when games are good enough for you to play through as like a normie the first time, and then if you want to go deeper because it's interesting to you, it can. I've always been a fan of stuff like that. Yeah, there's just a lot of stuff where like um, you think it's a repeated pattern. Like you can, let's say you got a hallway and there's like, you know, literally just uh, a door on this side and a door on this side and there's a little passageway that you can walk across and it's like oh this looks you look up you look down you just see that passageway repeated a bunch you look over you see it Mm -hmm. repeated a bunch you're like this is a really tiny hallway but if you fall off the ledge and you loop around one of the pillars just right you end up portaling into another area because it's not actually repeated entirely it just looks like it is. it just looks like it's yeah okay that's cool I'm sure it, it was one of those games where it's like, I feel like I will eventually play it. It came out like instantly and I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to play that right now, but it sounds like one of those really. Well, actually it's kind of apparently games. already been out on, um, what? No, it's the, not steam, but on Epic, Epic games. games. Epic. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it came out early on Epic. This was the console release. And then in October, maybe it comes out on steam. Nice. Mm. But it's absolutely gorgeous. Like it's just kind of very, um, you look out and you can just see like the sage repeat a bunch and it just is a nice visual effect it's like, yeah it's like it's like one of those optical illusions like it it yeah. very it very yeah. much does look like one of those mind-bending kind of i don't remember the name of the exact illusion but you know where like the infinitely looping staircases and stuff yeah the like mc escher yeah. mc escher that's kind of that's the main inspiration thank you for culturing me but yeah it sounds great <laughs> from the little i heard because I, my god my dog just decided oh it's now times now's the time to start screaming in the back garden like 
I'm about to end this man. I'm about to end. That's why I muted my mic. That's why I muted my mic. So I was like, oh my God, is my dog really about to do this in the middle of a recording? (laughs) So I genuinely had to just go out there. But no, it sounds great. And it's basically available on base every you can find it everywhere at the moment, basically. It's on PS4. It's on Switch. It's on Epic Game Store if you if you swing that way. If you don't, you can wait for the Steam release. It's great. Yeah. You should definitely check it out. It looked like it was fun. And you looked like you were having fun on stream. Yeah, I know. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So that is that. Uh, what was the next topic? Because I have completely lost it now. I am just completely out of Warner Brothers. Oh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about them separately so that I have more timestamps. You know, because that's what I love to do is yeah. make timestamps. Let's talk about Gotham Knights. Um, so yesterday, as of recording for you guys, it will have been uh, the day before Saturday. Warner Brothers had a big uh, fan event, DC Fan Dome, if I remember correctly. I believe that's what it was. Dom is a bad time. Dom is yeah, fun. Dom is yeah. name ever. It also looked really bad. I don't know if anyone saw any of the streams. I saw little bits of them, nah. but they were like I clicked in and it was just like twenty people in a yeah, group they, chat. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Trailers. Hunter for, and that was it. for those didn't. For those of you who didn't see a picture of this, right? Imagine a massive, like, 3D, badly rendered dome, right? Now, imagine Warner Brothers has sent some people some green screens so that they could sit in the dome and, like, host in the dome so they just look like they're just in this fake world. And then they have Zoom calls behind them on the panels <laughs> for the Sounds people that they like couldn't Yeah. You remember that Mark Cerny thing? Yeah. It sounds it like was. if they had tried to get people to actually fill in the spots yeah, in the audience. It genuinely with their, is. Like, it, genu- webcams. It, it, it kind of is like Mystery Science Theater kind of thing vibes going <laughs> on. You know, it's like, yeah. But instead of Cerny having everyone in the front, everyone was at the back and there was just these two people on really awkward green screens sitting in a virtual space going, I can't, I'm so excited to be here in my room and a green screen. It's mm. like, uh, but no, the two main announcements for us that for people that care about games the only two announcements about games were finally after literally years of silence we finally know both wb games montreal and rocksteady what their projects are i mean rocksteady's got leaked to hell and back two of the most open secrets in video games (laughs) i mean i feel like suicide squad was we'll talk about suicide squad later but suicide squad was just playing we knew about that game for so many years like genuinely it was the worst kept secret in the history of the world like yeah, we knew that it was Suicide Squad. Whereas with Gotham Knights, we didn't. Nece- we knew that Court of Owls was in it, but we didn't know that it was necessarily what it was. We didn't know it, yeah. yeah, they've just had a really long advertising campaign. I think what was interesting is um, you'll know him, Hunter, from stuff like kind of funny Imran Khan uh, mentioned. Oh yeah, Imran. That he said to cool, he said to someone else on the kind of funny team. He said uh, he basically gave the entire premise of what the Gotham Knights game was in october 2019 and said oh yeah they're probably going to announce it this month because we know everything about it and it's all been basically leaked to insiders and here we are like (laughs) how many months later 10 months later and it's only just now being announced but gotham knights got announced which is coming out next year for everything you don't have to buy uh your choice of a refrigerator or a router this this holiday to play this game you can play it on your regular PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, but it's basically a brand new Batman game, not in the Arkham universe. And it basically is, you get to play as the Bat Fam, <laughs> as they are calling it. The the not Batman people. Um, so it's basically a single player game. Yeah. 
single player game where you can choose which character you at least hate uh, and play as them throughout the entirety of it. Do you le- uh, who are you going to play as? You've got basically it's Batgirl, Robin, Nightwing, and Red Hood. Red Hood, right? It is Red Hood. Red Hood, yeah. It looks like Deadpool. It, I also thought it could be Deadshot yeah. as well. This literally could be anyone. Who nah. is it? I was like, oh, yeah, it's Red not... Hood. But no, um, it's basically another Batman game, just with a couple of gimmicks, and Batman's quote-unquote dead. Like, um, dead. Captain America is quote-unquote dead in this Avengers game. Yeah, they're really dead. I'm sure he'll show up at some point, but... Um, just like how the Joker it. wasn't going to be the villain in all the Arkham games. Exactly, no? dude, exactly. But you guys have seen the trailer. What were your initial impressions of it? I'll go to you, Hunter, first, because I know you have mixed feelings so, about the Batman game, so go for it. You know, maybe by 2021 20, is when it's supposed to come out, right? Next year? Yeah. I'll be in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. I'm also not too big on the other Bat Family people. I've never really cared about them as characters, except for, like, Robin was cool in the Teen Titans cartoon. That's about it, right? Yeah. But I don't care about any of them. You know, uh, Batman being dead. Interesting idea, I guess, but I don't believe it for a minute <laughs> that it's going to stay that way. I mean, the I feel it's going to be... draw yeah, here yeah, would be that the Court of the Owls is a villain group that I've heard about forever. I don't read comics, so I don't know what the deal Maybe is, except I. for they're like a cloak and dagger society that's been like running things for since the dawn of time or whatever mm-hmm. i don't care i just know but, people get uh, really excited for it that's what all i've heard so people are hyped for it so yeah i'm interested to see where that would go mm-hmm. despite me not caring so much about our player characters i'm happy that it's not a games as a service thing because that was I don't my care thing, about those yeah. anyway and also with suicide squad and the avengers that's hitting a saturation point with specifically bit or um games as a suicide service squad were awesome. games. we'll get to suicide squad later as well but it's still not avengers level games as a service it's gonna be games as a service but it's not as avengers we'll see do you mean not as bad no it's or... open world <laughs> it's like an open yeah. world it's still kind of single player open world with co-op in it it's not mm. avengers which is basically select missions to play with friends it's not that way but it's still interesting but no Okay, what were your thoughts on as a massive, as a massive modern gamer, as a massive Batman fan, number one Arkham fan, right here? Kane, what do you have to say about this video game? I mean, I've never played any of the Arkham games. I have only seen the the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, looked all right. Seemed like it's uh, kind of being that right genre, and um, we'll see where the story goes. I don't have too strong of an opinions, but. It's interesting, right? For, to me, I'm looking forward to this quite a bit, solely because as soon as I saw the trailer, when I saw the first trailer, I'm like, okay, I can kind of get behind this. As much as I don't like the all of the supporting characters as much as I like Batman, I do kind of like the idea of having a world where, quote-unquote, Batman is gone, what the fuck happens? I just like the idea of having this kind of choice of, because it's not like you've just got, Batman Junior 1, Batman Junior 2, because you've got Red Hood there, who genuinely is a fucking murderer. So you genuinely, yeah. it feels like you have that weighed option of He's Batman's Batman gone. Junior with yeah. the edgy teenage phase. Yeah, True. I don't know. Like, my take on these, or at least Batman, is that the bad guys are always more interesting than Batman because he's not a very interesting character. Yeah. So with him gone, that's not a bad thing. If it wasn't um, for Kevin, Kevin Conroy, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
if, if the the bad guys are good, then the game will be good. That's what I'm hoping yeah, is. Ethan, yeah. you know what just occurred to me is because it's it. not in the Arkham universe, that means that the Joker isn't dead, which means that he's going to be the bad, he's going to be the leader of the Court <laughs> of the Owls. I honestly think if Warner Brothers has learned any, if Warner Brothers Games Montreal has learned anything from Arkham Origins, it's okay, let's not do Joker because everyone bashed us for that last time. I feel like, uh. <laughs> I, I feel like the Court of the Owls is the main antagonistic yeah. group. I feel like you'll probably, see other people. You've seen you Mr. Know. Freeze already. You can guarantee that the Riddler will probably be in this. You can guarantee that yeah, you'll have Two-Face show up. You, you can guarantee those kind of things will happen. I'm just interested to see... I want to see more of this game. Because it's they, they sold me on the first trailer. Then on the second one, when I saw a co-op Robin come in, I'm like, oh god, it's games as a fucking service. I'm going to cry. And then when they mm-hmm. came back with the press release, I'm like, no, it's just a one-person game that you can have someone hop in and play two-player co-op with you if you want. I'm like, oh okay i'm interested again but at the same time there's there's certain costs to making a game co-op right because yeah they're gonna have certain like opinion they're gonna have certain things where they're like okay but what if those there's people that do want to play this entire game in co-op and what like what repercussions does that have what like do we have to cut and it's going to be one yeah, of those things problem. where it's like i'm just hoping the story is still strong because most yeah. things most of the things when people add co-op to the game one of the first things that usually gets stripped down is the storylines they're like oh people are just playing with their friends anyway they're not gonna care about the they're not gonna be as engaged they're gonna be more engaged as pissing about with their friends so yeah. the story usually kind of takes a backseat and i hope that doesn't happen um yeah i i don't think it will like warner brothers montreal did a good job with the arkham origins story mm-hmm. i think they'll apply the same especially if they're going to use a villain like the court of the owls which is all a bunch of people's like favorites in a while apparently which look creepy as hell by the way i love yeah. the idea of having like these creepy things in pods and everything and like the the you the the glowing eyes and shit like that i'm like i'm looking oh, forward we don't to need that. scarecrow's fear toxin where we're going oh i just i'm because scarecrow was such a disappointment in arkham knight because he wasn't yeah. scary at all. In Arkham Asylum, you had the jump scares and you had the creepy, sinister world where he dra- you you literally had to break out of your own grave and then sneak around like him gazing over you. And then in Arkham Knight, it's just like, oh, here's some fear toxin. Now Joker's in your mind. Ooh. Like, that's basically the plot of the game. And it's just like, oh. Yep. So it'd be interesting to have like some, like, if they're like stalking you, like if there's just moments where they're just like, you have no idea that they're there and they're just stalking you in the background and they just pounce at you and shit. I feel like that'd be really Come at you like man yeah. bat, dude. Yeah, kind of. Oh, we don't talk about man bat. No. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it has potential. I can't wait to see more. I'm glad that it's only like a year away. That's my thing is like, I'm glad that it's not... It was the right call to have this come out first because I feel like Rocksteady is a company where you can go, okay, two years, people will be hyped and we'll follow that because it's Rocksteady. Whereas this, I'm like, okay, having it come out first and having it basically have its own moment before Rocksteady comes in, I think that's, that's a good idea. And I'm, I'm looking idea. forward to it. And then finally, you've got Suicide... Also, was announced. I guess we'll just quickly mention it here. Suicide Squad. Uh, a game that was even worse leaked than the orig- than uh, Gotham Knights. My god, have we known about this forever. What were your original thoughts on that trailer, Hunter? Uh... I don't know. The characters seem to have a good dynamic with each other. That's the one. That's the one thing that. That's my my main positive. That's, that's all I got, really, because mm-hmm. I don't care that much about the Suicide Squad as people. Mm-hmm. 
I've, I mean, King Shark I've seen in the Harley Quinn cartoon for the little bit that I've watched that, and he was cool in that, so maybe they can do something fun with him. Deadshot's always been boring because dude who just uses guns is lame. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. He's the lamest version of them. I feel, <laughs> I feel like that's why, I, like out of the, like out of all the characters, like I like Harley as a character. Yeah, and I'll probably, cool. I'll probably be, I probably when I pick this up, I probably will be maining her just because I kind of like the idea of having someone that's like swinging from grapple hooks and hitting people around the head with a baseball bat. That just sounds like fun, right? But to me, it's just like I don't know why, but from that trailer, the person that left the best impression for me was fucking Captain Boomerang of all characters, just because of how stupid this he character was kind is. Kind of funny, yeah. And this character's always been stupid, and he was stupid in the Suicide Squad movie, and he's going to be stupid. Yeah, but again he was in the like bad stupid. Yeah. In that. Like he's but it's just one of those things where it's just like time and time again, just people are like, no, seriously, this character's so fucking dumb, but we're just gonna do him anyway. And I feel like that's what's great about him. It's he is stupid. He's going around with a fucking boomerang, and he's and he's Australian, so he's just gonna be screaming fucking swear words every twenty seconds. But it's just like that's I I kind of like the dynamic they went for. The biggest thing that the biggest comparison I made to this trailer was it's giving me huge Sunset Overdrive vibes. That's the vibe that I got from this trailer was. Insomniac's Sunset Overdrive, which was extremely it's underrated. No, it's, it's a, a great thing to be It's a great to. game. It looks like a good game. Sunset Overdrive. That, that was always a game. Was like, oh, if I had an Xbox, I'd That's play it. That's the one thing this generation that Xbox had that bummed me out that I couldn't play. Yeah. I find it sad because um, Insomniac owns the rights to Sunset Overdrive, which is why it didn't wasn't on Sony's console because Sony wanted to own Sunset Overdrive. So, and Xbox was like, you, you can own the IP, but Microsoft still owns the publishing rights to Sunset Overdrive. So Sony, even though they own Sunset Overdrive, can't put it on P- PlayStation because Microsoft the f- has the publishing rights. I imagine there might be some kind of workaround if they like call it Sunset Overdrive, blah, 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 blah edition. Or I feel like it'll one day show up on PlayStation consoles at yeah. some point. I feel like it'll possibly happen, especially because Insomniac is so big that they can just have, they have so many projects going all the time, but yeah that was my one thing is it looks like they'd it looks probably fun. be saving that yeah. like right as a second one gets announced if they do probably one of those but no my thing with um suicide squad is it looks fun obviously it was just like the first like cinematic trailer right if it looks as good as that cinematic trailer then hell yeah all in for that because it looked great like the production value of that trailer was fucking great um for the people complaining that, oh, you don't, it, why isn't this a Justice League game? I've said this before and I'll say it again. Superman's the most boring superhero you could ever possibly make a video game for. So I don't know why anyone would ever want a, a Superman game because it wouldn't be fun. Well, as far as stakes go, yeah. But as far as the number of toys you have to work with, then maybe you could do something interesting with here's Superman. The, but... here's, the, here's the thing, right? My problem with superhero games in general is... It's never the superhero, it's always the villains that make it. The reason that Spider-Man and Batman have been so good in the video game realm in terms of with Insomniac and with Rocksteady isn't because of the, the superhero necessarily themselves, and it is to an extent, but all superheroes should be fun to play when you think about it. If it's a superhero, yeah. they should have some fun to it. It's their rogues gallery that makes it. Spider-Man's rogues gallery and Batman's rogues gallery are probably the strongest of Marvel and DC respectively. So I feel like that's I what agree. makes them so great is having joker and two-face and having uh whether it's kingpin or whether it's green goblin or a doc arc or having all these random yeah. characters you know you you then rotary makes it superman oh wow lex luther great moving lex on lex luther like, dark side brainiac yeah and those are just like all kind of that's it that's like it and like characters like brainiac have moved 
to the point where now they're just kind of it's a bit like Thanos, right? Where it's just like, oh, he when the Justice League get together, it's usually someone like him that they're facing, right? It's never like yeah, ever, it's not just that's like also a, what Dark Side is. Yeah, and so Dark Side is not just Lex Luthor yeah. who. Uh, you know, seeing him fight in his little robot suit like he does in Injustice just looks a little silly. Yeah, but no, I'm just like, that's why I'm glad that I like the Suicide Squad. It's not been a good decade for the Suicide Squad, so for, like this <laughs> past decade was not a good one for them. But I like the concept of it. a new decade now, though. Exactly. So James Gunn well, can <laughs> kick it first, and then Rock said he could come in and get the baseball bat and just put it down. <laughs> um, I hope that I hope that it's I hope that both the new film and the new game is good. But we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. I don't really have much to say because it was a cinematic. But I'm looking forward yeah, to it. And also, to on, really. kill the killing the Justice League. It's a fun dynamic. I like to see how this actually plays out. I just feel like it's just going to be a, I'm good again, guys. You kicked the good back into me. Thank you. And then like, Superman flies nah. off all happy or whatever. If they actually go around and kill the fucking Justice League, hell yeah. That, but, that'd be bold. <laughs> yeah, but I don't see it happening. Um, it'll be interesting, though. We'll have to wait and see. Um, finally, we'll just wrap it up with these real... Um, quick i guess are you ready we're doing the quick fire the quick fire ethan and hunter finally finished the fucking game so you can stop having to listen to us about it i'm gonna start uh, off yes. yeah i'm gonna start off let me quickly write the timestamp we'll go for that one i finished ghost of tsushima hooray it's done it's dead i finally hooray. did it uh it's pretty good um i feel like the comments that i made last week sum up what i have to say in general of i feel like at the end of the day, it is just your standard checkbox, tick, 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 open world game of complete everything, do this, find X power, go to X point on the minimap. It's nothing new. There are things that it does new that are great, like I love the wind guiding you, I love the art direction and the overall world design is pretty great, but overall, it's still just an open world game, and in my opinion, out of all the Sony worldwide first party games that have come out, that I have played. I'm not counting Days Gone. I'm counting like the main boys. I'm counting like Insomniac, yeah. Naughty Dog, Sony Santa Monica, um, Gorilla, Gorilla. You know, I'm counting and Sucker Punch out of the top five, right? Out of the top five and their latest games compared to Last of Us Part Two, God of War, uh, Spider Man, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Ghost of Tsushima is right at the bottom of that list for me. Um, mm. I feel like even some of the things that Ghost shines at, I think Horizon did better. So, you know, it's, it's one of those weird things where it's like, they're part of the same family, they're both part of PlayStation Studios, and yet Sucker Punch saw what, even got the chance to play it for fucking three years, because Horizon's been out for that long, and still went, ah, no, we're gonna do things inferior still, like, I still feel like the 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 overall, the things in the world are lacking, and some of the quests are just downright awful. I feel like quality <laughs> over quantity would have really done them a favor some of them the felt quests. like they went on as far as side quests they went on way longer than i was expecting them to yeah some of them too long there were a bunch of steps where i felt like oh i'm running here and doing this i thought i would be ready to be just killing the person by now yeah like they take they that they, they take a load of side quests that are basically kane because you haven't played it hunting one person down you're basically trying to find one person for two side quests and both of those side quests go on for nine side quests each and it gets to a point where you're like, does it really take this long to find this one person? Does it really? And it's just, they're fine. Yeah. They're, they're, they're interesting. There's some interesting moments, but it just, 
it didn't wow me like it wowed everyone else on release. Like the I think that everyone's said like everyone put it up here and I'm like, it's more like here. It's not awful. It's not like down on the floor, but it's 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 not as great as everyone makes it out. So if you look if you like the look of it, go ahead and play it, but I don't know. Yeah, if you like those kind of games, I still think it's better than most of the offerings for that specific type of open world game. Oh, definitely. But if you're going in yeah. expecting Breath of the Wild or something new to the open world genre... Yeah, don't do not, that. <laughs> it's fucking not. It really isn't. And everyone that made the Breath of the Wild comparisons need to stop because it's not an apt comparison at all. So, yes. Those are my quick negative thoughts when i think the game's actually pretty decent and then finally hunter just wrap it up with us really quick oh, I beat you finished persona, persona 5, 5 royal what I did you think last week it was great yeah oh man uh we need to do a spoiler cast on it again we are we're definitely doing it i know i've made the joke on the podcast for like the past five weeks of spoiler cast 2 or i said before this died spoiler cast we haven't decided what we're gonna call it yet but we're definitely if jack finally finished gets his is arse in gear and starts playing the game, then we'll definitely do a second uh, spoiler cast with everyone. Just because so many people have played this game at this point that I feel like we should yeah. just talk about it more. Um, but now, quick summation of your thoughts, Hunter. Go for it. Oh, I really liked it. Everything that they added made it better. The new stuff at the end is the best part of the game now. The it two is. new characters are the best characters in the game. It's true. Uh, wow. It's as, if, it's as if I don't chat bullshit, guys. It's as if I'm right. For once, yeah. <laughs> I'm offended. I'm offended. <laughs> I'm just playing. But carry anyway. on, carry on. Oh, yeah. Uh, last year when I played, like, there was like a tie as far as the ranking in my opinions is when I played Nier Automata and Persona 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, even when I made my video mm-hmm. recap and my favorite games of the year, that those like rotated their spots in the script the mm-hmm. whole time I was writing Royal broke that tie and broke it hard. It's probably in like my top five favorite RPG, at least JRPGs now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it was real good. It is. It's like, pretty great. Oh. Hey, Cade, what are you going to play? Am I right? <laughs> what am I going to play? He's not oh. even paying attention. Oh, win. Oh, yeah, not, I'm not going to play Persona 5. <laughs> oh, Sam do it. That's good enough. Yeah, I've watched it. Parts of it. Kane's Kane's been a good avid let's play watcher, uh, as in the Discord. A load of people have just been playing Persona Five, so we just yeah, just show up whenever they are finished their grinding to watch the plot. Yeah, there was yeah. no grinding. Gr- Not in P Five, P Four. Kane definitely saw me in P Four, just sitting there fucking hammer- hitting my head on the fucking desk as I was just grinding for hours. Yeah, whatever those things were, you were grinding for money. They're called Timmies. It's the yeah. <laughs> the gold hands the golden hands yeah but no it was it's interesting um can you it's only a quick 130 hours you can do it i can believe i believe no some of us have jobs how many did you clock in at i believe it was 135 at the end oh my god like i thought i took my time and i was at like 130 even you overtook me wow that's crazy that's actually crazy Um, how long did sam take Oh, 150 but he was like sam's the kind of person where he'll just leave yeah, the game running jack's and then go and get a drink. yeah jack's on his way to like 170 so the spoiler cast's a long way away folks it's a, it's a long way away but other than that i think jack's the last person to play it out of the group that's that's it you know yeah. out of them 
out of the group. That's it. After Jack's done, that's it. Unless someone else rolls in and is like, hey, I've bought a PS4. <laughs> I think this is the last time I have to watch someone else play this game this year. So, hey, there you this go. This year? <laughs> it's just, it's this year rolled out. This year, I mean, I've, I've played the game myself. I watched Sam play through the entirety of it. I watched a YouTuber play through much. like half of it, yeah. I watched Why? Jack play through the first three parts. I don't know. I can't stop watching it. It's my favorite game of all time. <laughs> I said this. Just watching. If you've ever made Persona content, Ethan uh, is in like in need of your content. That's why. That's the thing, right? That's why I have. That's why um, video projects have been taking so long from my point of view is because like i have like four video ideas right now and three of them are persona and i'm just like why make when i can just watch other people hey uh, no i i swear I, videos will be at some point i didn't stream it when i played so at least you didn't have to watch me oh no well you could do another playthrough <laughs> roll it back, you watch? Roll it back. No. Uh, i don't know about that that way you can waifu someone else who no. did you, by the way? Sp- Kasumi. Kasumi. Yeah. Congrats. That's like three for three now. <laughs> it's the one that makes the most sense. It is true. It isn't canon, but... Hey, but it is. It Come is on. canon. It's not, but... It's know. not, but it fucking is. And you're wrong if you think otherwise. Smiley yeah. face. This is what I'm like. This is like with Rize as well. I'm like, it's this. There's no wrong choices, but there definitely is the right one. Okay, guys, that's all I'm saying. But there you go. I think that about does it. I think we're good to go, guys. Have we covered everything? I don't think there's any other topics that we. I think that's everything we had to talk that's about. Yeah. That is great. So I guess we'll wrap it up there. Kane, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, at Kane of Paki. The thing will come up on screen saying your name, but you know. There you go. People can find you there. Yeah. You can just find me. C A N E O F P A C C I. There you go. I just I just like the idea. You're just like, yeah, you can find me. Hey, it'll be linked down below, you know. Stalk me, fools. Hunter, where can people find you? YouTube.com slash ReaperHunter23. Excellent. And you can find me at Chaotic Ether on Twitter and Twitch. Get me to 50 followers so I can start doing stupid stuff on stream. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. I need those channel points, damn it. I'm not going to stream for it, but I want those channel points. <laughs> so there you go. <clears throat> on that, that has been our show. Remember, you can find us every Monday, 5pm UK time, 12pm Eastern on bit.ly slash the giggers on YouTube or on podcast services everywhere. Um, we'll be live most of the time every Monday. Uh, we take a couple of weeks off every now and again. But other than that, I think uh, yeah. we're good to go. That has been our show. Thank you ever so much for listening. And we'll be back next week with some more HGO, probably on opening night live and other things that have happened. So yeah, until then, see ya. Toodaloo. Bye.